the Roots of the Science podcast with your girl, Anne Withany. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Root of the Science podcast with your girl, Anne Withany. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. It's always such a pleasure to have new listeners. And for my usual people who keep coming back, thank you so much for tuning in. It's always such a pleasure to have the regulars listening in once again. Remember that you can follow the show on social media such as Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the root of the SARPod. Or you can follow and like the pages on LinkedIn and Facebook at the Root of the Science podcast. And also a reminder that you must listen to the show on wherever you love to listen to your show. And also remember to click um, the notify button so that you're notified when a new episode comes on. Also a reminder that if you want to be on the show or you know there's somebody who I should chat to on the show, please reach out to me via DM or for faster communication, send an email at the root of the star pod at gmail.com and we shall get back to you. Now let's get into today's episode, shall we? My guest today is Nobukosi Ndlovu. She is originally from Zimbabwe and based in South Africa. She's a pharmacist intern. In this episode, we chat about her work, the root of her science journey, and of course, so much more. Let's go. Hi, Nobukosi. Welcome to the show. Hi, Anne. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm really excited to chat with you today. So first things first, who is Nobukosi? Where are you from? Where are you currently based? And just briefly, what do you do? All right. So basically, I was born in Bulawayo in Zimbabwe. And Mm -hmm. That's where I pretty much grew up for like half my life. And then I moved to South Africa when I was 12. And I'm currently based in Johannesburg, Johannesburg South, where I'm a pharmacist intern. Okay, fantastic. So we're going to get to know more about you in detail during the course of this interview. But before we delve into everything about you and what you do, uh, you told me that you're actually like a really super creative person. You know, you like to write and you do some um, coloring. Um, tell me more about this side of you away from um, Nobukosi, the, the pharmacist. Well, um, it actually started during COVID. Hey, I think a lot of people picked stuff up during that time. I've never really been one for drawing I've ever been Mm. so bad at it you know but then (laughs) (laughs) but then during COVID you know I was bored guys like you know bored with the rest of the world so I just was scrolling through Pinterest and I just thought you know what how about I start coloring instead since I can't draw Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and I never actually thought that it would come this far because now I'm like, you know, here at this age, still getting coloring books. 
<laughs> but to be fair, don't they call them adult coloring books anyway? To guy, so it's not like kiddies <laughs> coloring books. It's still coloring books, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. like it's just one of those skills that I've I've loved improving. I can definitely mm. see the improvement. Like it gets better all the time. I love doing oh, it. Wow, it's, it's relaxing. Mm. No, that's so cool. I I did hear that it does have that relaxing effect, and yeah, definitely many many people picked up hobbies um, during COVID. I mean, look at me. I picked this up during COVID, and we are here. <laughs> so <laughs> so these things happened. It it sticks, and like you said, it gets better with time. So. I definitely believe that. That's such an interesting and cool hobby. So in the beginning um, of your intro, you said you are originally from Zimbabwe. You lived there um, half of your life, right? And then you came to South Africa. So um, when you were this young person, this young Corsi in, in Zim, did you know that, you know, a career in the sciences is something that you would end up getting to? Or was it something that, you know, you're like, oh, snap, I'm here. Um, What was the root of your science? Well, I've always known that I was going to end up in health. Mm. It's just, you know, one of those things that I've I'd always known. I'd been very interested in like health sciences. I didn't know I was going to end up where I am, like in pharmacy. I thought that I was more likely going to end up in medicine than in pharmacy. But, you know, life had other plans. And here here I am, Mm. like, a couple of years later. But otherwise, like, I've always been interested in the sciences. It's always been a passion. No, that's great that um, this is where, where you wanted to in terms of the sciences is where you ended up. Speaking of what you said that, you know, I think with most African kids, our parents um, uh, project the idea of being a doctor. And I've spoken to people who are pharmacists, you know, the, the idea might have been being a doctor and then life changes. So that was something similar to you? Definitely. But uh, in my case, it wasn't something that was projected from the outside. Okay. It was more of, an, <laughs> of me, like, you know, telling myself, okay, this is where I want to end up. Mm. But um, actually, then there was someone that I met when I was still deciding uh, what I was going to do and when I was doing my application. Mm. And this guy was a, um, a pharmacist at the time. Yeah. And he asked me, like, is it something that you'd perhaps be interested in, in doing? But because I wasn't really like fully knowledgeable as to the, I can say fully into what pharmacy is all about, because all we know is you go into a pharmacy, you give the pharmacist the prescription and you get your medication and you go home. At Mm. that point, that's all I knew as well. I didn't realize how broad it actually is as a field. Oh, wow. So after considering it, then... Well, I applied and yeah, it kind of became my second choice at the time. 
And yeah, I can definitely say I do not regret it at all. I fell in love with pharmacy the moment I, I got into it and got to understand what it actually is about. Mm. No, wow. I'm so glad that, you know, uh, you are happy where you are. And you mentioned something very important. It's like when you said that when somebody did tell you about it, you just didn't know the scope of it. We know it in such a simplistic terms. I mean, I know it really well this week. I've been going to the doctor. <laughs> I mean, to the pharmacist. <laughs> I, I've, I've got the flu. So very frequent with that. Uh, I just think it's those people who are in those white lab coats and then they you give them a prescription. <laughs> they give you back medication. Simple. So, yeah, I I think many, many other people, they've got that same view of what a scientist, I mean, a pharmacist is. So you are currently an intern um pharmacist at a independent community pharmacy so can you tell us more from the other side of the bench uh what like just some <laughs> of the things that you do there and uh yeah to just get us to the other side because i think many of us only know pharmacy in its very very basic level well, what I can tell you is it's more than just counting pills, guys. It's more than just getting in there and counting tablets. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Trust me. Like, you know, people don't exaggerate when they say when you're in the health sciences, you've got people's lives on your hands. Um, all it takes is just one oversight and, you know, it could be disaster. And mm. that is not an exaggeration. It's something mm. that you've got to do every single day. You know, someone walks in with their prescription and you hear you have to, you know, know about this person's allergies just in case, you know, the doctor didn't pick it up. Not to say that doctors don't do their jobs, guys. Doctors are amazing, but we are human and we're prone to yeah. air. So... Yeah. In case they missed it, you know, and I need to know your allergies. I need to know whether you're pregnant. Am I going to harm anyone's unborn baby? You know, is it safe for you to take this medication? If you're taking this medication, are you on any other medication which can cause this not to work or which can cause this to become toxic to you? Or, you know, so... I have mm. to do this within like 10 to 15 minutes of meeting someone that I've never seen before in my life, you know. And this is why, yeah. you know, it gets frustrating sometimes. People get into the queue and they're like, why are you taking so long? But guys, you know, <laughs> we need to know all these things. We need to get around all these things because at the end of the day, you've got people's, you know, you've got people's lives on your hands. And there are people who don't come in with prescriptions and they come and they tell you their symptoms. I have to know like all these symptoms. I have to mm. know what it could be. I need to know what it is that I should give you and still take your medical history so that I can know what is safe for you to take and what is not safe for you to take. And then there's also the administrative part of it, you know, you have a whole lot of filing that mm. you have to do. And um, 
in my case, because it's a, it's a community pharmacy, I also need to do like injections, you mm. know, and so it, it's quite, you know, a wide scope of things that you get to cover just in one day. You know, by the time you go home, you'd have done all of the things in one day. Sure. And for so many people. Definitely, definitely. Like, you know, the season's changing. You know, it's people with allergies. It's flu. Mm. It's all these other things. Wow. No, listen, I have... Not to say that I didn't respect you guys, but it's a higher level of respect because like I said, I didn't know what happens behind that counter. But when you paint that picture, it's a huge responsibility. It's it's a huge, huge responsibility. And wow, kudos to you and the amazing team, the, the amazing people, the amazing pharmacists. <laughs> and I think like Thank um, you so much. I don't I don't necessarily want to go and see a pharmacist anytime soon because I'm trying to be better from my own flu. But when I see one, <laughs> I'm going to be like, you know what? Thank you so much <laughs> for the work that you do because, wow, what it's a lot. And like you said, that you're like, sometimes as people who didn't go to the doctor, you now have to be like the the diagnoser of all these um, all these symptoms that they come to you, and you know that that can be a bit overwhelming. It can be. It can be. It's as overwhelming as is reading the doctor's handwriting, hey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the doctor's handwriting. But hey, you guys know how to read it. We can't read it. But for somehow you as the pharmacists are able to get what the doctor is saying. <laughs> oh, man, are able to get what the doctor is saying. No, Kwasid, wow. What an in, like, honestly, I know this is a very like summarized version of everything that you do. Um, and, uh, but like in that short snippet, I think many of us can take n- like note and just in, in terms of the importance of the work that you, that you do. But, you know, you mentioned to me that, um, before this, there was a moment before you were employed, before you're working at the community clinic, there was a point in 2019 where you were actually, um, you were not employed for an entire year, right? Yes. And it's obviously, as much as you're overwhelmed now, I'm sure you're still very grateful that you have a job. And when you think back of that time, it was obviously difficult trying to navigate what it means to be like a graduate and still unable to to join a workforce and you're obviously eager so um this can have severe effect on your mental health i think many people can relate to that many young people or even somebody who has who has been in the workforce and they've lost their job um not working really affects um your mental um health and you said when this happened, it actually it actually did affect your mental health and actually led you to starting your own blog your blog um called Legitimental. Did I pronounce it? Yes, Legitimental. Legitimental, which focuses on mental health. So can you just chat to me more about that time and also about your blog? Uh definitely. Yeah, you know, it was it was a difficult time. You know, when you're at school You've mm. got this picture of how life is supposed to be like after graduation, you know. You think, ah, you know, everything is just a bed of roses, 
life is going to be great. But uh, you don't really mentally prepare for that um, possibility of you being at home because somehow, you know, it, you don't want to be negative about it. But mm. I think it's becoming more and more of a reality now with uh, more people getting out of school and finding it difficult to join the workforce. Um, in my case, yeah, it was it was very difficult, but I am grateful that I had quite a great support system. You know, my family was there for me. I was staying at home, and you know, I had support of friends and. That really, for me, went a long way. So I'm, I'm really grateful that I had that kind of support. But at the same time, you know, it sort of like puts you in a position where you feel like you failed somehow, but you know it's not your fault, but you can't help but, you know, yeah. get that feeling. So it's... It's really one of those things that were very difficult to to navigate, but um, I would agree with you to say, you know, uh, in as much as life is hectic at the moment, I'm very grateful to be in a position that I'm at right now. And yes, when I was at home at that time, I ended up starting like a blog. Like I said, I'm interested in writing even though some of my writings don't end up making it out there because I find them a bit personal, but yes, um, yeah, I do write. And at that time, I started, you know, just reading a lot about mental health and basically what it means, you know. And I think it was that time when there was like a huge wave on social media about people trying to interpret like all these you know different conditions that people suffer and yeah from there I tried to you know sort of like internalize it and look at it from my own perspective to say how do I understand this and how then can I interpret it in a way that the next person can also understand it. So I started it Mm -hmm. off as a coping mechanism, so to speak, like a self-help thing for myself, but ultimately ended up thinking, why not just put some of these things out there? And with a bit of support here and there, I managed to, to get it out there. I haven't written in a while, but the blog is still up. And, you know, I'm hoping that when things get a bit calmer, I'll be able to to pick Mm. it up again. But it's still online, still relevant, even like a couple of years later. And, yeah, like I said, I'm hoping that when things get, you know, a bit better, when I get more time, then I'll be able to put more of the writings up online. No, that's amazing. That's really amazing. And I like what you said that even though you haven't written in a while, um, posts like that are still relevant because, um, you know, 
like the 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 type of advice and even um your musings on or your perspective somebody could be going through something and that's perfectly exactly what they need so the fact that it's still available and you know it, it's it's yeah i'm sure it's very much helpful and what a wonderful way to help cope because there's sometimes even like you said you had the support you were living at home etc but sometimes the mind is the mind you know and nobody can really help you with your own mind okay well there are some help you know therapy etc but sometimes you need to process things on your own and we all process things differently and for you if it was writing um that helped you process i think that's pretty awesome thank you yeah it's it's just one of those things i think you know we all have our different things that that help us but I think, you know, with writing, it puts you in a position where you are on the outside looking in. You know, you, you become more objective in the way that you look at things mm. as opposed to just, you know, sitting down and thinking about it. Sometimes you need to be that person who's, you know, looking in from the outside. No, I hear you. And um, have you ever looked back now at some of the things that you've written versus where you are now and just do that com- comparison like when you're writing in that moment? Definitely, definitely. It's, you know, when you reflect and you realize, oh my goodness, I didn't realize how bad it was at that time. And yeah, you see how far you've come. It's, you, you basically just, you know, use well in my case i use it as a measure of growth and Mm. you know it's it really goes to show as a person that uh in as much as it might be looking bad at that particular moment things actually do get better you know yes oh yes to that and you know sometimes that feeling feels so permanent and you're like, oh my goodness, there's nothing after this, and this is all that I'm gonna be. But what a wonderful moment to be able to reflect back on that moment and be like, wow, yes, it was bad, but thank God, um, we've moved, we've moved, and you know, you've gotten <laughs> past that. And congratulations, and congratulations on your job. You know, we really have to say that, especially in uh, this economy. The fact that, you know, jobs are scarce, especially here in South Africa, especially for young people. So huge congratulations and kudos on your journey so far. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Yeah, here's to more. Um, More of, of other great things that you're able to look back on this moment as well. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so for some of us who aren't, who haven't been able, who haven't been able to read your blog yet, but will after listening to this, um, as we close off after sharing a bit about yourself and your journey, what are some golden nuggets that you'd love to leave someone just based off your own experiences, be it about life in general or your own um, journey in the science? Firstly, your journey is your own. Like, you know, it, mm. in as much as it matters, like the opinions of the parents, I'm sorry, guys, to, to the parents about this, but like you can't choose your child's path. You know, sometimes you need to yeah. let them choose for themselves. 
because when it gets tough, you want to look back and be like, you know, I, I chose this for myself. Therefore, I'm giving it my all. It's very different if it's something that was chosen for you because then you're already like on the verge of giving up because you're like, I'm not doing this for me anyway. So your journey is your own, you know. And for people who are looking into uh, going into pharmacy, if you're interested in pharmacy, what I can say is I really hope you love chemistry because this degree oh. is entirely chemistry-based. So <laughs> I really hope you love chem. Um, of course, there are other things that you have to learn, but I think chemistry is like, the core of it and pharmacology is you know ask anyone on the street who, who's come across pharmacology they'll tell you that's the piece <laughs> that's waiting for you on the other side <laughs> <laughs> but besides that not to scare people off pharmacy is amazing yeah. you can basically in a nutshell it, it's quite broad you can go into hospital pharmacy you can go into industry where they manufacture and you know make the medication you can go into mm. regulatory where um mm -hmm. you're pretty much dealing with the admin side where people apply to have their medications approved and you pretty much go over the over to the manufacturing sites to determine whether or not they're proper and you can go into community pharmacy, which is what I think a whole lot of us are quite familiar with, you know, like your, yeah. your community pharmacies, the independent pharmacies that you come across on a daily basis. So it's, it's quite broad. And this is not even everything, but these are the more common uh, roles that mm. people end up in with the bee farm. Wow, so interesting. I am learning so much. Like I said, like I think so many of us have got such a element elementary level understanding of pharmacy. Um, I didn't when you said about pharmacy is chemistry, I'm like, oh my goodness. But it makes sense. It makes sense, but I didn't it didn't it didn't <laughs> click initially. So thank God I didn't get into that. <laughs> no, but wow. Thank you so much for educating me and I'm sure many other people who um did not know much about this industry, even though we are so, like you said, familiar in terms of our community pharmacist uh, who we are grateful for uh, but I hope somebody is inspired and educated and you know um, and we appreciate pharmacists more <laughs> and I wish you all of the best for everything <laughs> that you're doing thank you so much for coming on the show thank you so much Anne, and thank you for having me it is such a pleasure and to everybody else who's tuned in thank you so much for listening to another episode of the root of the science podcast with your girl and with an e until next time goodbye